What up, what up, what up, everybody? It's your man, Dame DMYDC, host of the Two Mics Up podcast. Uh, nothing wrong with your screen. You know, uh, today, our lovely co-host, the queen, Alisa Middleton, she's not able to join us today, but we still going to rock and do what we do here on our platform, you know, educating, empowering, impacting our community positively. Um, and today's guest is uh, special to me. Uh, you know, I can't wait to uh, bring our guest out and introduce, you know, her to you and our audience uh what i guess is doing is really amazing uh and in my opinion and i've had the pleasure uh, of working with her and joining her uh, but i'm going to get that get to that in a moment um but before i do first of all you know i hope you all had a safe and happy fourth of july you know uh pandemic curfews and and limits and all of these restrictions are going away so i hope we're all still remaining safe in what we do uh, with these new or, or the removal of limitations. Uh, but just remember to be safe. You know, this new variant is out here and, you know, you still got to be mindful of that. Secondly, before I introduce, I guess, as always, here on Two Mics Up, we're always uh, big on supporting small sponsors or sh small businesses, excuse me. And I want to take a minute to highlight two of our sponsors, Next Level Keys and Riddick Entertainment. You know, Next Level Keys is a full service credit card repair firm that renders optimum services to their customers in all facets and walks of life. You know, it could be qualifying for a mortgage, getting that new car or getting funds for your business. Contact my man Quan at support at nextlevelkeys.com. You know, he's really doing big things out here in the DMV area. And Riddick Entertainment, what can I say? Riddick Entertainment is a multifaceted event management firm based right here in Northern Virginia. You know, Riddick Entertainment's detailed creativity and pre precision event planning will give you a truly meaningful and memorable experience. Contact our friends at uh, at Riddick Entertainment at info at RiddickENT.com. I got a mouthful going on today, ladies and gentlemen. Forgive me. And one last thing before we go uh, and get into today's show. You know, in September, September 11th and 12th, you can catch two mics up. Uh, Lisa and I will be hosting and emceeing the Virginia Black Business Expo. You know, our friends over at the VABBD, this is their second annual expo at the Fredericksburg Expo Center. You can get more information at vablackbusinessdirectory.com. Come on out, man. It's going to be fun. We're going to have, you know, 150 vendors. There's going to be shopping, entertainment, and Lisa and I, we're going to be out there emceeing and just really having a good time. So come on and hang out with us. And if you're a small business, Check it out. You know, definitely want to get yourself out there and involved in the community. So as I was saying, today's guest, I'm going to go ahead and bring this wonderful woman into the studio today. And as you can see, uh, Robin Shine is here today joining us. And, you know, Robin, I'm just going to be quiet for a minute. I'm going to ask you to introduce yourself to our amazing audience. All right. Well, my name is Robin Shine. Uh, my mama didn't spell it like that. I spell it R-A-H-B-I-N, but uh, that was a pen name. I was writing some books on compassion. And um, long story short is the pen name just really resonated with me. And so I changed legally. So now I'm Robin Shine. And um, let's see. Um, basically, I'm an educator. Like, that's my day gig. That's my love. Um, it's not a job for me, but it is what I do during the day and have fun with some teenagers. I teach government, economics, and law. And I, you know, I have a love of um, government and politics and all of that. Um, I, you know, did that whole undergrad thing, got a law mm -hmm. degree from UCLA, and that has just kind of stayed with me um, in terms of my interests. And um, the other thing I love to do is I love to, I just loved, I love a challenge. And okay. so I'm in the middle of doing a hundred half marathons. I walk them, I don't run, but I do okay. walk them and I finish. <laughs> and, um, you know, I did like 365 doodles. I just had some of my art displayed at a friend's house oh, wow. and that was really cool. That's and then awesome. that, yeah. And then, and so the next thing I was doing these different things, you can tell us by the numbers, a hundred half, 365 poems and 365 doodles. And the next iteration was what has me be here with you today is the 365 brothers podcast, which is a joy. 
Uh, well, look, I I would have to agree. Well, first of all, I didn't know some of those things. So, wow, that that's awesome. And congratulations, uh, you know, on the artwork and everything. Uh, that's amazing. We'll, we'll probably have to bring you back. You know, if you're doing that, you know, come back and share some of your pieces of work, man. I mean, that's that's awesome. Didn't know that. And like you said, you know, 365 Brothers podcast. You know, I was uh, now it's, you know, with it being July, I guess, you know, I had the pleasure of joining you. Uh, I think your that was what January or December. It was January, January, I yeah. remember. Yes. yes. So you know, I'm glad to be able to return the favor and have you come on because that that podcast or your podcast is really important to me, and I think what we don't see a lot of in our community about uplifting, you know, the, the men of color. But before I get to that, mm-hmm. what is it that inspires you uh, on a daily basis? Because I know you like challenges, but what else is it that it inspires you and did any of that inspiration lead to the creation of the 365 Brothers podcast? Yeah. Um, <laughs> when I was in my 20s and I'm in my 50s now, I don't have any problems owning that and sharing that. Um, and so in my 20s, I did this. Um, there's this book called What Color Is Your Parachute? And it had mm-hmm. all these exercises to figure out what it is that you want to do with your life and what would be the perfect occupation. And for me, it's empowering others. and. I, I get that that can sound cheesy or cliche, but like um, it really is what inspires me. It's what inspires me as an educator. It's what has me take on the podcast. And even um, like when I was talking about my poems and my doodles, like the, they started as just something that I would post every day mm-hmm. and invite others to do that. And so I found that there are friends who started posting their art, friends who started posting their poems. And it's really just about you know, honestly, you know what it is? I love to shine and I love to have other people shine too. And that's, hey. that's what makes my day all day. Hey, man, that's awesome. And and you can see that. I mean, I, like I said, I've had the pleasure. I can see that. I can feel that just in the way you speak, your smile. I mean, the shine is shining uh, through and it's amazing. And in, in your podcast, um, I find that it shines all the way through just with the the different stories that are being told. And before we even get into those different stories, really could you explain to our listeners, uh, I want to allow you to really tell us what 365 Brothers podcast oh, is sure. really all about. Absolutely. Um, so like the world, um, back on late May, when the video of George Floyd's murder um, was broadcast, available on the internet, Um, There had been so many stories, and honestly, I did not want to watch it because Mm. I felt like I'd seen enough. Um, But when I saw the police stations burning, when I saw people around the globe, like, well, it was before it went worldwide, but when there were protests in multiple cities here in the U.S., I was like, okay, I'm going to watch it. And when I did, all that I was left with was that this officer did not see the Mm. humanity of George Floyd. His humanity was not, you could see his eyes was, I I don't know what he thought he was looking at, but for him, the officer, he was not looking at a man. And I felt that there were not, that it wouldn't hurt to add one more platform where we share the stories of black men. And one of, you know, I asked the brothers the same 11 questions. I mean, I tweak them a little bit from season to season, but it's the basic same 11 questions. And one of them is about their interactions with law enforcement, because it's not just about those tragedies that we hear about and they make the news and everyone goes out and marches on a daily basis. Mm -hmm. Brothers are not being seen. And I and, and I have to be honest with you and say, because I could make it sound like and then I just wanted to make a difference because the right. real true story is right. I woke up and I wanted to make a difference. And literally 365 brothers was like I woke up in the morning and it was at the top corner of my room. Wow. And I saw and I was like, oh, a podcast. That would mm-hmm. be a great idea. Somebody should do that. Wow. And I went about my day <laughs> next morning. Mm-hmm. Still there. And I still think it's a good idea for somebody. <laughs> yeah. Third morning, I woke up and I was like, oh, so you mean me. me oh, you right. mean me? <laughs> Tag, you're it. Tag, you're it. Exactly. Right. And mm-hmm. so I said, you know what? 
I trust that if 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 what's right there is not leaving me, I own it. I'll That's own right. it, and I and I haven't looked back. So that idea came to me early June, and our first episode was in July, and we start our third season Monday, wow. July fifth. Wow. Well, kudos to you, and I, I I implore. I'm asking our listeners to take a moment, you know, to head over to Robin's podcast and listen to three six to the three sixty five brothers podcast. It's amazing. Um, I not only because I've been a part of it, uh, but I've sat and I've listened. Uh, we have a lot of brothers out here from different backgrounds. Uh, di- we're so diverse. Um, it's amazing. And although the questions, yes, you're right. You know, I know you do the same 11 questions and you tweak them, but to hear the stories mm-hmm. from men of color and, and, the, and the things that they've gone through and the things that we like, the things that we love, I think it's important because it doesn't get celebrated enough uh, in our community. And I'm so happy, um, you know, and I know through through the darkest of times, sometimes good things do come. Same thing for us here on this platform. Yes. You know, George Floyd and Breonna Taylor and all of these things were going on. And that's what prompted us uh, to do the same. Uh, but I, I, I wish you all success in everything that you do, because it's an amazing platform. And uh, I, I just can't wait to see where you go and, and what you continue to do with it. So with that being said, mm-hmm. I have to ask you, I know as a podcaster and just as a human being, really, yeah. some days we're just not, man, look, I'm not motivated. I don't feel like doing this today. You know, what is it that, that gets you up and gets your juices flowing, mm-hmm. you know, and keeps you going to do what you do every day? You know what? I thought about that. And so there is one area of my life where um, it, 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 I'm so challenged. And as much as I love walking half marathons, and I do, like I live for that. I, I'm not a morning person, but I happily get up at five on a Sunday morning to walk 13.1 miles, no Ooh. problem. But the in-between, like staying in shape, like keeping the walking going, <laughs> I like anybody else. Mm, tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, right? right. And so, you know, the worst thing was when I figured out that I could finish it, even if I didn't do what I know I ought to do, you know. Right. Um, and so, honestly, what keeps me going is integrity. Mm. Like, that's the thing for me. Um, I was participating in some self-development programs, the foundation of which was like I spent 12 years basically in conversations about integrity so much so that it it like I'm used by it. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't want anyone to get the impression that everything in my life is in order. Right. Um, you know, I got some dishes on the counter right now. <laughs> but, <laughs> real talk. You're right. That but, was, don't we all shoot? Right. You know, mm-hmm. but but what what motivates me is when I say 365, it's 365. And so when like the the practice for the podcast really, and I didn't even know where this was going, but even mm-hmm. like doing a doodle a day, it's like it's 10 o'clock, I'm tired, but I said one a day. One so, a day, right. If it's going to be a squiggle, it's going to be a squiggle, but I'm going to be my word on that. And so that's what has me that that is my motivator. It's mm. it's, it's why I do everything by numbers, 100 this, 365 that, because that's what I can stick to. And and it's almost like I'm hyper competitive with myself. Right. Yes. yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like mm-hmm. I said, 100. Watch, I'm going to get to 100. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. <laughs> and, you know, I, I, I find I, I relate to that. Um and I don't know, it, maybe it depends on signs or, or where people, because as a tourist, we're very, we're very competitive. Mm-hmm. And I find myself even within, within a challenge, there's a challenge. Yep. Like, um, okay, so I'm going to do that today, but you know what? I can, I'm going to do this and I'm going to do that too. And I'm going to go ahead and get that done too. <laughs> and it's, it is, and, and you know, you speak on integrity, you know, like, is, is that something that you find or maybe you see, because I feel sometimes th- that piece of our fabric is really eroding away. Um, where where people just don't have that, like and like I said, you and I we come from the same generation, but I find sometimes like you know where is where where is or where where's the integrity of, of what people are doing? Do you find the same? Let me tell you something. The reason, and I'll just name the program. I'm not pumping it up. I'm just saying for me it was landmark uh, worldwide. Okay. Now, here's the thing. 
I had to learn integrity. Like I didn't even know mm. how out of integrity it was. That's why I was kept doing courses over and over again till I could get it. It's wow. actually why I give myself these challenges because oh. they they make me they force me to stay consistent with my word because I'm going to tell you right now the kind of person I am left to my own devices. <laughs> oh, I said I was going to go to her thing. I don't even feel yeah. like going. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, you I know. know that. <laughs> uh, let me see. What could I say? Mm. Um, you know, maybe somebody in the family have an emergency. Anybody right. got an emergency? Right. <laughs> Anybody not feeling good? <laughs> somebody hungry? Right. right. Exactly. And so I. And so for me, integrity is like a practice because I'm just like every other person out there, left to my own devices. I'm not gonna follow through. And I think if there's any difference, it's just that I know and own that on my own, I'm just yeah. as big a flake as anybody else. Yeah, yeah. And, and I, I get that. You know, I, we all have our days, but I do find that those many challenges and those many uh, competitions with yourself does yes. uh, make things easier. Uh, and I, I only share that because as a child, uh, I was always told to do do the things that you find the hardest. You you do those first, because mm -hmm. once you learn how to, uh, once you're challenged and capable and and willing to overcome those things that are hard, everything else in life becomes easier. Yeah. And when I was young, I hated that. And I'm like, man, I'm like doing this. But now I find myself, and I even tell my daughter, you know, look, that thing that you that's you struggling with, do that first. Mm -hmm. And then you'll be amazed how much free time you have afterward, because everything else is just so easy. You can do it in your sleep. That's right. You're, you know, that's so. Right. Uh, I, I find, you know, that piece of our fabric is gone, but I, I'm glad that you were able yeah. to share that uh, with us. Um, so I want to real quick ask, you know, how would you say you use your platform, you know, as the host of 365 Brothers uh, podcast to, you know, help improve our culture? You know, how do you see that? Because I, I know in a way how I see it, but I want to, you know, how do you see that, you know, you using your platform in that manner? So I got that. So there are probably three things that really are important to me. The first is literally just to listen to brothers mm -hmm. and to encourage people to hear brothers mm -hmm. and allow brothers the space to just talk. <laughs> mm, that's big. That's and big. Be, mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. And so that's one. The second thing is, you know, with 365 brothers, my hope and my goal, my intention is to interview brothers from a variety of professions. And I'd really like it to be like um, a place that over time just comes to be known as, you know what, I've been thinking about getting in real estate. I don't know any brothers in real estate because maybe this is a teenager, maybe it's someone in college. And they're like, right. you know what, I heard there's this show, 365 brothers. Um let me see who who uh, who was on there that was someone in real estate. I want to hear mm -hmm. how they did it because right. one of my questions is about accomplishments. And so I ask these brothers and every brother gets a chance to talk about their field to a certain degree. You know, um, yep. I'm doing a better job at making sure I give them an opportunity to, to spotlight their careers now. Mm -hmm. it, you know, it's it's evolving. Right. Right. Um, but I, I would love it to be like a repository of. Mm -hmm black men in different professions over time. And like I had a brother on who was a composer. He he composed all the music for Coming to America too. Wow, and, really? Right? Wow. Like, and we don't think about brothers wow. who are in composing, right? No, not at all. That's awesome. Right? And wow. so that's that's my, my vision is that I really am able. And I, I reach out to professional organizations. So if anyone's listening, you're part of a profession that, you know, brothers are not highly represented in, like, reach out to me. I want to share you right. with the listener. So that's the second. So the first is just, just the conversation itself. The second is a repository. And the third is like my big, big vision dream. Like um, my dream is that people start asking each other these questions. Like, it, you know, if I want to get all wild and out there with it, I would say, wouldn't it be great if in 2023, People are like, oh, have you done a 365? Anybody ask you your 365 questions? And, right. they, and, it, and it's just a conversation where you get to know people that are in your life in ways you didn't know before. I found out, I'll tell you something. I interviewed my uncle. So mm. in the first season, it was a lot more family and friends, right? right? And 
I did not know that he had lunch with Martin Luther King Jr. when he was oh, in college. Oh, wow. What? Hey, what? Hey, thank you. No what? one told me. <laughs> wow. But wait, but wait, there's more. I also found out that my father, who I mostly knew him as an adult because him and my mom divorced when I was young. Mm-hmm. We would hang out and he never mentioned this to me. And he's passed away a couple, um, about 20 years now. Well, check this out. My uncle tells me, yeah, I remember when your dad brought Malcolm X down to Long Beach to what? talk to. Thank you. What? Yes. Hello. Wow. <laughs> Wow. And I didn't know any of this. And I and I share that. I and, and I do like I do like sharing. Right. Hey, look here. Yeah, I'm not mad at that. Look here, I'm with you. Let me go ahead and get in on that story. What? What happened? You well tell right. me more for real. What? But here's the thing as when that happened, and like even a cousin of mine who I asked him about something and he was sharing with me how he loves going to Mexico. I didn't know he loved going to Mexico, wow. that, he, that the people in Mexico are like all this for him. I was like, what? I didn't know. So, <laughs> so my, my thing is what I would love people to do is even if you don't ask these 11 questions, start asking the people in your life questions that you don't yes. ask. Yes. Get to know them because they got all this richness inside and yes. we don't get to know it. Man, look, I'm with you 200%. That's why, like I said, I, I'm a big fan. I love listening and, and hearing the diversity uh, of us. And I've said it here on our platform, we are divine creatures by creation. And these things uh, ought to be shared um, amongst each other and talked about uh, so that we get a better understanding of who we are in our history and stop allowing uh, this mind control and this government force feed mm. who we are or what what we should be thinking we are and how we look um and i resist I the resist. algorithm people Thanks. resist the algorithm See, <laughs> and that's how I'm, you and i we we here and i mean i and we get on our soapbox on that here so you trust me I, i'm mm-hmm. with you on that one so yeah. before we uh get into the next segment i want to take a pause for the cause sure and i want to uh, go ahead and introduce a couple of more of our show sponsors as always here on Two Mics Up, we're all about supporting small businesses. You know, uh, two of our sponsors, TD3 Insurance and Regina Leggett, our Legal Shield Independent Associate. You know, TD3 Insurance uh, protects and covers all your insurance needs from home, auto, renters, motorcycles, commercial, specialty and life. TD3 is licensed in the DMV, North Carolina and New York and just opened a brand new office at 3985 Prince William Parkway, Suite 206 right in Woodbridge, Virginia. Regina Leggett, you know, if you're worrying about legal problems or you need legal representation or advice, the days of of not being able to afford an attorney are long gone. You know, make sure you get the justice that you need and deserve. Contact our sister Regina Leggett at reginaleggett.wearelegalshield.com. Coming back, you know, if you guys are just tuning in, I'm here with an amazing sister, uh, my sister Robin Shine, you know, of Brothers 365 Podcast. We're having a great, a great conversation. And I want to continue on and just kind of change lanes for a minute sure. with you, Robin, uh, if we can, because I know you're in the government and, you know, like say, so in the politics and things like that. So kind of talk to us about, you know, what is like, like, how do you feel about this current administration and the job that they've done to date? Okay, so here's where I must confess to you that after four years of being like this on the news, (laughs) 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 I haven't been on it like I used to. In fact, I just have to share this real quick. I I vividly recall the first um, press conference um, from Biden's press secretary, and she was taking questions and she was saying stuff like, I'll have to look into that. I'm not sure. Mm-hmm, uh-huh. mm-hmm, and then mm-hmm. she, I mean, it was like, this is boring. Oh my right. God. Yay. <laughs> 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 so in terms of how they're doing, so, you know, <sighs> okay. So first of all, I love putting on the board, the list of all the presidents for, you know, like 15 presidents in a row. 
-hmm. and then slowly going through their political party so that the students can see we just switching back and forth between teams. Right. You know, Mm -hmm. and so they are doing exactly what is counter to the narrative that the Republicans were putting out. And they are doing all of the usual, you know, programs. And I, I support what they're up to. Mm -hmm. It's hard for me to really answer how are they doing? And the reason for that is, is so broken right now Mm. because parties are more concerned about maintaining power than they are about governing the kinds of compromises that we saw 20 years ago, 30 years ago, that would actually impact change. It's just so difficult. So now Mm -hmm. what gets passed are the mildest versions of the easiest conversations, the easiest legislation. So how are they doing? Well, for, you know, having a Senate that doesn't go along with them, they're getting through some things. What could they do differently? Um, honestly, I, I'm kind of, you, you caught me in a very resigned uh, mm-hmm. year. <laughs> no, I'm <laughs> Because I find that right now the Republicans are more interested and I, and I, you know, you can read into my politics if you want to, but all I'm saying is that there is no incentive to really go after what the vast majority of Americans want. Agreed. The vast majority of Americans are moderate. Mm-hmm. Agreed. And we can come into agreement on a lot of programs. Mm-hmm. But to get elected, you need yeah. the fringes to come mm-hmm. out. Agreed. And so they are dominating what happens. And so how are they doing? I think they're doing the best they can for the circumstances. Um I do think that, um, honestly, I think there could be more work done. I mean, I'm not in politics, so it's easy for me to say, but I I think there could be more pressure. I just can't believe that we can't get anything done. There's got to oh. be someplace to apply pressure. And that's really why I ask, because uh, for some of us, you know, we, you know, here being in a DMV, being a little closer to it, so it's kind of in our face a lot. And just with the whole June you know i i I don't you know i I just don't want to and again i don't want to knock it right but i it's not the the legislation that i was looking for exactly Uh, with all the other things going on anti-hate crime bills and you know everything there's everything going on with the black community that could have been done Mm-hmm. To me, it just felt like, okay, like what we always get is like, okay, well, here's this crumb. Let me go ahead and sweep this crumb off the side of the table. Oh, y- 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 y'all go ahead. Y'all can have that. You, y- mm-hmm. you know, and I, I just, I'm looking for, for more. For me, it's even worse than that. Okay. It's for me, again, you caught me in a cynical place. Mm-hmm. But when all those Republicans sign up, you should ask yourself, why was there so much alignment? Why were the Republicans all behind mm-hmm. Juneteenth? Right. Oh, oh, because then it's like, well, we've acknowledged it, haven't we? Right, right. So we can move on, right? This is a national acknowledgement. You've wanted acknowledgement. We're done, right. yes? And, <laughs> and you know, and, it, and it's true that you say that, because I mean, that, that's one thing that I've said, you know, in talking here on the show. If Even with everything that's going on, the uh, history of this country, the way it was built, the way it's been run, the inequality and injustices and everything, if they would just come out and just give one one sincere apology, because we're not saying that, you know, you, you know, that swath of of humanity that lives today, that's Caucasian, we're not saying that it's your fault directly. We just want you to recognize your ancestors' role and what they've created and what's being done to us. And if you would just acknowledge that in a whole, honestly, you know what? A lot of this would go away in the sense that, okay, at least now we're being recognized. That That's the really the olive branch I think that most of us want here. I know I do, because then now I can look at you eye to eye and say, you know what? Now maybe we can have serious conversation. Exactly. But a lot of times, like I say, it's like, yeah, here you go, brush it off. Okay, wait, what are you talking about? Well, we gave you what you wanted. And, and it's like a double-handed. You're never sh- satisfied. Right, right. And that okay. And I, I just wanted to know from your from your point of view uh, mm-hmm. with that. And 
while we're speaking about that, you know, and I mentioned the inequalities and the injustices that go on, you know, I just want to ask, you know, what do you think, what is it that we can do as a community, you know, to fight against these inequalities and injustices that are going on across the board? We're going to have to learn. Mm. We're going to have to study. Because mm. here's the thing. I know some people were offended by, um, I saw it, um, there was some national attention given to um, a series of, you know, go out and vote ads with some strippers from Atlanta. Okay. Now, I don't think it, it has to take strippers to get people involved, but you know what I liked about that ad? Right. They broke down how your voting for these local elections impacts your local day-to-day -day life. Yes. And, you know, I'll be honest with you, even I who study the law and teach government, I don't every election go through and look and see all the judges, what were their takes, what was their pro but more so now. Mm -hmm. I agree. <laughs> now, I, right. I'm reading it. Mm -hmm. But I what I'm be honest with you, even with all my training, I was not taken, you know, I I was up on the propositions. Let me tell you something. I know the propositions. I know the pros and the cons. But when it came to those local elections, I was as bad as anybody else. Mm -hmm. There's a name for it. I'm going to give you a new term, okay. ballot fatigue. And oh. so what happens is you start at the top and you got president, mm -hmm. you got Congress, you got your propositions. Right. And by the time you did all that, you're like, you don't, <laughs> you don't stretch my brain. <laughs> <laughs> and it's true. I, Right. It is and so true. by the time you get to the bottom where you're picking your sheriff, you're picking your commissioners, mm -hmm. you're picking the people whose choices are going to impact the education of your child, yeah. where your child goes to school, what's yeah. in those schools. Mm -hmm. That's personal to me. But right. also who's in charge of your police department, who's overseeing the police department, yep. Yep. all those choices. We're just kind of like. I don't even know, man. <laughs> right. And, 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 you know, you speak on that, too, because, I mean, we uh, I try to get people. To understand. I think I like what you what you're saying, because we do. We always start at the top and not the bottom. And really, the bottom is the most important part because it's your local community. These are the, the, the jailers, and, you know, and the people who are writing the laws for the sheriff to come out and continue to be, you know, those those slave catchers. It, 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 if you know, just to use the phrase, um, that imp that impacts you more than that guy sitting up there on on Pennsylvania Avenue. He don't he don't know nothing about what's going on over here and, and where I live or where you live. That's mm -hmm. the furthest thing from his mind. And I think we have to like I like what you said about the education. I think we have to do some reverse educating, mm -hmm. and, and instead of looking at the top, you know, yes. so look at the bottom because the top is going to be in your face. When you really going to be in your face. And quite mm -hmm. frankly, in aggregate, it's really just I live in California mm -hmm. and in California it's going to go blue. Mm -hmm. Let me just mm -hmm. let me just because since I'm a government teacher, I can't help myself. <laughs> Look, there there's only eight states in any given election yeah. that are really going to maybe flip red or blue. Right. The, the other states, 40 something states, every presidential election. They gonna go red. Montana is not gonna accidentally vote for the Democrat anytime soon. Right. Not in the next twenty years. Right. In California, I don't care how much money we get over here. We're not sending. We're not sending our fifty-five electoral votes to the Republican candidate right. anytime soon. Mm, so then, right. why are we spend all that time? Oh well, what what he say? What she say? Right, what he right, say? What she right. say? I mean, it's it's not to say ignore it. I'm just saying we gotta go where they go. In fact, I had, okay, I'm gonna leave with this. Mm -hmm. So uh, on this question, so I, I had the privilege of having a gentleman who um, works with a local uh, politician and he does kind of organizing stuff like legislation. He, he's like one of those backgrounds. He's not a lobbyist, but he works on policy, policy right? Right. Mm -hmm. And he, I asked him the question about what, you know, we got into talking about, you know, how black, the same question you're asking me. And he mm -hmm. said, we need to go on those, um, those commissions, those committees, yeah. the, the yeah. ones that are like, and I, and I thought about it. And as we were talking, I was like, you know, I love to walk. So I'm walking up and down these streets. If they have, I, I don't even know if we have a commission on traffic control mm. in my local area, but if they did, that's something I'm authentically interested in. Mm -hmm. 
But as a group, generally speaking, as African-Americans, we don't pay attention to those little committees. Yes. But they are the ones making those calls. Yes, that is so true. And that, boy, I hope you all are listening. Get 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 some enlightenment here. Get some education because it is really true. Um, and this is why I'm glad to have you on. You know, it's so reminiscent of what we talk about here and what we've talked about. Just really trying to, like I said, we edu- try to educate people on uh not even people, our community to do better or change how we think so that we can make change for better in our community. So thank you for sharing that. Well, Um, and I just want to take this moment. I mean, I, you know, throughout, I'm so grateful to be here. Right. But mm -hmm. I also want to acknowledge you for what you're doing, because one of the things we know in education is you can't just tell someone once and then they got it. Right. And so all these different podcasts, all this different, all the different guests you bring, it's like over time, you know, if you heard what I said today and then you don't do anything, that's fine because you're going to hear somebody else say it and then you're going to hear it on another podcast. All of a sudden, one day you're going to be like, do we have a commission on water? (laughs) 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 Somewhere, somehow it just goes off like a light in your head or you hear somebody say something that'll, that'll reference it. And mm-hmm. you're you're 100 right, uh, and I think that's what it's really all about. Um, and that's really if if it's one person, mm-hmm. if it's one person that walks away, right. catching a message, to really want to do something, and and when I say you know do something, you know here we always say, you know education comes in different forms. We I, look, I'm learning something new. This conversation, you always can learn something, so you're being educated, and really I, what you do with that education, hopefully it empowers you. And gives you that energy and that motivation and that strength to say, you know what, I want to I want to learn more. And by learning more it makes you want to do more. And hopefully by doing more, you do something positively to impact our community. And that's what we're all about. I think that's what, you know, 365 Brothers podcast is all about. Um, like I said, you've got some amazing guys. I, man, I can go on and on and on about it. It's just it's hot to death. And I, I, I love it. Um, you know thank what you're you. doing. So I thank you for taking time to do that and share your stories with us today. And while we're still talking, mm-hmm. so Robin, if, if you could do one thing and you, I'm going to give you the magic wand mm-hmm. and you could do one thing to improve black America, what would it be? If I had a magic wand, I would create three <laughs> it's gonna sound like I just got it all planned out, but I would create three 10 week courses on finance and everything related. You mm. would take it in 12th grade and okay. it would be budgeting, basics on credit, school, like funding school, make it 11th grade so they'd be ready for when they go off to college. Mm-hmm. So that would be your first, that, that'd be the first 10 week course, but it would be mandatory. That's okay. the magic part. It would be okay. mandatory. Then you take another 10-week finance course when you turn 25. Mm -hmm. And that one starts talking about investing. Not that you shouldn't start Mm -hmm. at 18 if you can, but real talk, a lot of times it's going to be, you know, in your 20s when you feel like you got an extra $20 you can put away every week or 50 or whatever. So another one on investment opportunities. And then finally, one more 10-week class, mandatory in your 30s. When you are either just bought a home, buying a home, but it's going to get you set up so that you actually start thinking about retirement. Because mm-hmm. one of the, that income gap between black and white, mm-hmm. that accounts for a lot of the other gaps. Yes. Yes. I'm yes. not saying money is the answer because it's not. You can do a lot with that. I learned how to do a podcast with YouTube and that was free. Right. <laughs> right. Right. Mm-hmm. It doesn't, but. I don't know about you, Damon, but I know that it's a lot easier for me to study and learn something new when mm-hmm. my belly is fed. I got a full night's sleep Amen. and I didn't work three jobs. Amen. I, look, and, and we got to get there. We got to get to a place where we, you know, are able to live off of our income mm-hmm. and not throwing it away the way and, and hear this. We can say like they just trying to take black community money. No, they trying to fleece all America. Right, right. That, that's <laughs> now that's facts right there. That's a big facts right there. <laughs> they, they fleecing everybody. Mm-hmm. I, you know what I cracked up on, and I, I know I can talk a little long, but I just have to say I went to. Uh, I, I'm, you know how now everywhere you go to buy your food, 
They ask you for a tip. Yep. And I'm like, okay, so wait a second. I'm paying taxes. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm helping fund programs for people who don't make enough money, which mm -hmm. I'm fine with. I'm not one of these people. I'm tired. I'm happy to pay my, my share. I'm glad I make money. Okay? Right, right. But then on top of that, now I got to support the business not paying them either. Uh -huh. So you got, I got to pay twice. You're paying twice. Yep. Mm -hmm. Makes no sense. Makes no sense. Makes no anyway. sense. <laughs> nah, you're right. I agree. Look, that's why I'm just sitting here. I'm sitting back as usually. That's that's my soapbox. So I'm go right ahead. Go ahead. I'm with you. It makes no sense whatsoever. And I'm not gonna talk about taxes. Look, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna be honest with you because I can in my mind I'm not gonna really do this, but I was so kind of incensed by this idea of paying in all these different ways. I was like, next time on tip, I'm gonna write unionize. <laughs> <laughs> right, just go ahead. Look, hey, hey girl. Get this, to, get this to somebody. Y'all need to do this. I don't want to cause no problems for you in the workplace, but get that to somebody. Mm -hmm. And, and you're, you're right. And to go back to your points, that you put those three points that you broke down and the way that you broke I thought I think that's ideal because it really is in tune with a lot of times where most of us are at those points in our life. Um, and when I look back and listening to what you were saying, man, I could have used some of that coming out of high school, uh, mm -hmm. turning 25, you know, just really kind of being a fresh graduate from college, yeah. not knowing what the hell I was doing and what I was supposed to be doing with my money and, you know, becoming a, a homeowner. And I think that's great. And I would love, and I don't know, I'm going to, I'm going to put that up there for, for you to see up in the corner, Robin. Oh yeah. You, I see you're it. Right, you see it. Okay. Cause I, I see it. you, I'm not saying you, but you need to work it. on because that would be an awesome program, um, not only just where you are in California, but I can see this across the country, something that all our kids really could use and need. And I, I find that to be an awesome project. And I'm going to leave that project for, for Robin to. Well, I got a friend. We, we win our games. We'll come up with something that we think should exist and we take credit when it manifests in the world, even okay. if we didn't do it. Okay. So, and, and I want to let you know this, Damon, that answer came because of the question you asked. So wow. it was a co-creation between you and I. Well, look here. <clears throat> <laughs> Anybody watching this? I'm going to be watching now. If this program takes place, I'm calling you, Robin. We're going to get, we're going to get our piece of the pie. Cause that, hey, hey. that that was awesome, you know, and, and really was. And you know, now that you know, coming to the end of today's mm -hmm. great episode, and I just love your energy, love talking to you. I have to ask a there's gonna be an off the wall question, lighten okay. it up a little bit. Okay. So you know, uh, usually, hey, let's go with this one. So <laughs> if you were you know you like movies right you like going to the movies i love movies okay good good so let's go with this one so okay which movie title best explains your life and why now i know how my guests feel because i have a similar <laughs> question and they're hey. like, and they're like, got, got you got you <laughs> Yeah. All right. All right. Ooh, yeah, this is hard. Okay. So I'm going to have to go with Inception. Oh, okay. That was, okay. That was an awesome movie. Now, I don't know yeah. if a lot of people have seen that or not. And if you haven't, you know, I'm going to pause for a minute. I'm going to tell you how to go watch it. And I'm going to, because I'm, I'm going to ask why, because I seen the movie. I, th I thought it was a great movie. And for those of you who have short attention spans, uh, this is a long movie, uh, but it was a great movie. But yes, wow. It's deep, right? And so, why would that best describe, you know, your life? So, you know, the movie is about going into other people's dreams mm -hmm. and making a change, right? Right, right. And and it's so convoluted and it's so layered, mm -hmm. and that's. It's just rich. And so for that reason, I just like it's so it's so like yeah, right? 
and, I can and, I can see that for you because that you are on so many levels and just in who you are, and this really ties back to you. And this is just me talking. You know, you your your doodles, the marathons, with you know everything that you do is on so many levels. So I could see why that yeah. movie uh, ties into who you are at your core, really. Yeah, and mm-hmm. and then the idea is. Inception, what they're always trying to do is they're trying to plant an idea and have that manifest out in reality. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that what life is? Yes. It's like 365 brothers. It's a flash in the thing. And then next thing you know, it's like, it's, I mean, for all I know, I'm in something like Inception and yep. somebody flashed something that I didn't see, but I saw. Yep. I think that's life. We get inspired by these little things, and we don't know where these seeds of creativity come from, so and they blossom. And that is our life. So the end. true. <laughs> okay, hey, look, that was perfect. That was a perfect way to close out today's conversation with a, an amazing woman, Robin Shine. You know, like I said, listeners, audience, you know, if you have, not even you have, when you make time to go and over to listen to 365 Brothers podcast, uh, especially if you have any men in your life that really want to hear stories from men of color mm-hmm. uh, and the, the the diverse walk that we're on. And you can, I challenge you, I'd be surprised if you don't find something, whether it makes you a uh, aha moment or like, wow, you know, I didn't know that. I didn't know that it existed. Um, it's just amazing. And so please go ahead and follow and listen to our sister and the work that she's doing. She's doing amazing work. And, and, and a little mm-hmm. tip, you can put in Damon's name and uh, you can listen yeah. to his <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I Look, I had the pleasure, you know, of, of sitting down, talking with her and sharing my story. Uh, it was a great time. Uh, really, like I said, uh, she's a, she's a great, great person, great individual. Uh, and she's just knowledgeable. And I just wanted to be able to return the favor and have her join us here. So I'm I'm so honored and so pleasured and blessed by your presence today. So thank you. It has Be- been an absolute privilege. Thank no, you for having me. The honor's mine. Before you go, mm-hmm. please take a few minutes to, you know, let our audience know where they can actually go to to find you, follow you, your show, your podcast, and anything else that you have going on or coming up here in the future, Robin. Absolutely. So as I said, season um, three starts Monday, July 5th. T.O. Hardiman from Chicago, who does violence interrupters. You want to check out his episode. You can find me at 365brothers.com and you can just click on current season and you will find the most recent episodes. Um, you'll see the season one episodes. I'm putting together a separate little tab so that you can go through season two simple as well. Um, and on Instagram, I'm at 365brothers and um, 365 Brothers, the podcast on Facebook. Please follow us. And um, I look forward to hearing and seeing, having you hear us. And I always love to hear from guests. And by the way, if you're a brother, I'm not joking here. If you're a brother, people want to hear your story. So go over to 365brothers.com and click on guest opportunity. I'm always looking for brothers who are willing to share their lives with our listeners. Y'all heard it here. Ladies and gentlemen, I suggest anybody, any brothers listening, go ahead and do that, man. Follow up. Big, big kudos to you. Applause for season three coming out. Continue success. Yes, exactly. All of that. You know, may you continue to shine like a diamond and continue to rise in all that you do. Thank you, Robin, for being here. You know, thank you. Our audience, you know, before we go, want to take a moment. To highlight uh, two more sponsors of the Two Mics Up podcast. As you know, we're always about supporting small businesses here. You know, DJ Coco Brown and Bubbles in Bruce Philly. Look, if you're in the Delaware area, you know, check out DJ Coco Brown. She's an experienced DJ uh, providing both mobile and virtual musical services. She's centered, uh, like I said, out of Delaware, Philly area. She's known for her old school meets new school vibes. Check her out at chanel.brown at gmail.com. She's also been on a two mics up show, so you can check out that episode as well as you. If you got family up in the Philly, uh, Delaware area, like this right here, Bubbles and Brews Philly, they've got a crazy mobile Prosecco and craft beer bar. It's out of this world. It's it's like no other. 
you know, have your families call our, our people over at Bubbles and Brews Philly at Philly. Uh, it's Philly at GetCozyBars.com. You know, they're, they're phenomenal. They've also been here on Two Mics Up. Shots up. Check them out. Uh, great episode. Again, I want to let everyone know that uh, also Two Mics Up's got a, um, I'm sorry, the wrong read. I want to uh, let you know that Two Mics Up is going to be at the Virginia Black Business Expo, September 11th and 12th, 2021. We're going to be rocking with our friends over at the Virginia Black Business Directory, who's putting on the second annual expo. It's at the Fredericksburg Expo Center, like I said. For more information, check them out at vablackbusinessdirectory.com. You know, it's going to be 150 vendors, food, entertainment, two mics up. We're going to be there hosting. Come hang out with myself, my amazing co-host, Lisa Middleton, the queen of the show. Sis, we miss you. Catch you next week. And like, you know, we always do at this time, you can follow Two Mics Up online at www.twomicsup.com. You can follow us across all of our social media platforms, IG, Facebook, Twitter. You're watching us today on YouTube. Make sure you subscribe. Hit the button. That little thumbs up helps. Tell your mama and them. Right. Hit that thumbs up. Tell your mama and them about Two Mics Up. Have them come on over, subscribe. And like we always do, y'all stay safe, stay blessed. Mics out.